everyone. I'm Alexa. And I'm Catherine. And we're the girls behind Tickets, Please. And on today's episode, we're talking about Modern Family. And I don't know that we can say that I definitely didn't try with This Is Us. I just cannot get into it. I'm very far. I one day will finish that first season just so that I could say I've watched the first season. I have like three episodes left of the season one. I was talking to a friend of mine about it Mm -hmm. actually last night. And she said now that it's coming to an end that maybe she's going to watch it. She's never seen it before. Mm. And I said to her, like, why don't you climb Mount Everest while you're at it? That's how, if I imagine not having seen any of This Is Us, it does feel like a big undertaking because it is so emotional. Yeah, I have to just be in a certain mood to watch it. And I just really never am. Just the same reason I gave up on this A Million Little Things. My mom has been hounding me to watch A Million Little Things. And it's the My same. My mom has too. Every week. Yes. Every she, single apparently week. Apparently, she's out. like, are you watching A Million Little apparently Things? Apparently, it's amazing now. We are yeah. missing out. She tells me every time I see her, she's like, are you caught up yet? The last one was so good. I want to talk about it. Blah, blah, blah. We should just Why are give all them- moms the same person? I don't know. We'll just give them each other's phone number and then they'll talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> because every time I see her, she tells me to watch it, but I just don't want to. It's just like a different type. It's not even just. I used to love it. I watched the first two seasons and I loved it. I used to wait for new episodes. It's just a certain kind of drama that I just am not into right now. Yeah. It's like an overdramatic drama. Well, A Million Little Things is like a nighttime soap opera. It is. Which is how I feel about that. Me neither. Yeah. It's just not the vibe of the moment agreed and that's why i have it that's why i've been resistant with this is us you know what it is about this is us that keeps me from power i honestly think i did myself a disservice by not watching it week to week like you guys are because i should try and set up a way in which i'm really just watching one episode a week because i do not get any sensation to binge that show I'm done with one episode. I don't and think it's a bingeable show. I don't, I don't even th- have that sensation now. I have to force myself to get through it a little bit. Because but when then I'm, I'm always glad that I did. Yes, agreed. And I feel that way about A Million Little Things, too. Once I watch it, I'm like, that was good. And same thing with This Is Us. I watch an episode. I am enjoying it as I'm watching it. It's just once it ends, I'm like, do I really want to watch another one? Not really. So Modern Family. This was my comfort show for a few years. Mm. I think my very first comfort show was Sex and the City. Mm. That's when I, I guess that was probably around the time when you could watch shows online. And did you watch Modern Family live on TV? Uh, Occasionally, but for the most part, no. You would like record it? And watch them is how you would watch. I almost can't remember when the first handful of seasons were airing. I almost can't remember like how you if watched, I watched it? it live or not. Uh-huh. But I know that once it came to TBS, I would. This is so. This makes me sound like I'm such an old person. I would. I DVR'd it so that every single episode that was on TBS. Mm-hmm was recorded Mm. because for years it wasn't streaming anywhere. Right. So I DVR'd every episode, which was probably, I mean, it was on like 10, like there's like 10 a day. Right. So then when I wanted to watch it, I would just 
scroll through whatever ones had recorded and just watch whatever random one I felt like watching. So you didn't really watch it in order. You know, I don't know because it feels like I did. So Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't really know. So interesting. And then as I was watching all of those on TBS, then when it would air, I would probably go, I think for, for a while it was on Hulu, but only the current season. So whatever current season it was in, I would watch it there. But then still be watching four episodes a night on <laughs> DVR. It got me through some some rough stuff. Aww, I love that. I think Friends was my first comfort show. If I had to think back, I think that that is. But as you know, how I treat television is most any show I'm rewatching is my comfort show. Right now, Gossip Girl is my because any show that I'm watching for a second or third or tenth time whatever it is at the moment, that's what is soothing to me, no (laughs) matter what show it is. Did you feel soothed when you watched Modern Family? I loved it so much. I really did. I, as you know, it was not due to lack of wanting that I haven't seen this. Yeah, it was just impossible. It was just impossible. I would have to buy every season for $25 and have no, it was just, it was inaccessible completely. And if I wanted to watch them in order as you should with a show. So had you ever even seen a single episode? So I was trying to think about this. Definitely. Yes. And I was trying to think if I could remember what was happening. I want to say if I had to put money on a guess, it was the episode where Gloria finds out she's pregnant. Oh, okay. I remember, or if if it wasn't that one, it was early where she was pregnant and everybody was dealing with it. So it was definitely that like portion of the show. And then I would see, it would be on TV and I'd catch a scene or two. I always laughed. I thought it was so funny, but had no way to watch it. So when it finally came to Hulu and you started watching it from the beginning, was it like what you expected? Yes. Well, I told you, except I told you I'm such a dumbass. I did not realize that they were all related. Oh, that's right. You did say that. I real. I truly didn't. I thought that it was a show about three separate families. That's so funny to me. I really did. So when they all walk in to Mitch and Cam's house at the end of the pilot, I'm like, I, it didn't even cross my mind that they were all related. You know what I think is so cool going back now and watching it from the beginning, you can see in the first few episodes that, the way the family interacts with Gloria and Manny, you can tell that they're new to the family. Yes. And that they don't, maybe Jay and Gloria and Manny don't, they're not together three times a week like they are for the rest of the season. That's really true. And those scenes where Claire and Manny are sitting at the kitchen table while Luke is on the trampoline and she keeps yelling at him to put his pants back on and Manny's like being her therapist. It's so cute because it, it seems like we're watching them really start to form a bond. Yes. And M- Manny, I think, doesn't Manny keep talking about how he's her uncle or something? I think so. I devoured it. I was watching a season every two days. It was so, I watched it at such it's an so accelerated. Easy to go it's through. so easy to go through. Did you have a chance to watch that after special? I did. And I actually watched the finale twice. 
I thought it was interesting that they said they stocked the fridge in the very first season and then they never touched it again. So there was like condiments and stuff that were 10 years old. That was wild to think about. But they did that on The Office too. They did? Remember they talk about the red vines that were on top of the fridge for 10 years? I haven't listened to Office Ladies in so long. I don't even think I've heard that. Yeah. The stuff that's all on top of the fridge in The Office was there the whole time. Uh, What I found interesting from the after documentary was how they were saying how well oiled of a machine it was how quick it was to shoot and how they were done by like 3 p.m and that other people on the lot were like oh modern family's done for the day (laughs) that's crazy which shows you just how much they really did like every show you watch the behind the scenes thing of they're like we're a family we're a family This one really does feel like they really are. I think Ty's the one that said it, that how nice it was to work with Julie Bowen and how they were such like partners through this whole thing. And he says that if we weren't, it would show. He's right. It would show. And that that was part of of what what allowed them to get through it so smoothly. All of them feel in those after interviews, every single one of them said something to the effect of, does it really have to end? I can't believe I'm not going to be coming here every day. Every single one, because that's not always the case. People like to think that it is, but some shows when they run a long time doesn't necessarily mean the cast all felt like they could do it forever. Some of them are done by the end of, Mm -hmm. like, just look at Big Bang Theory. They were like, we need- Oh, really? I think so. At least um, Jim Parsons was like, I was done. Even if they were going to go on without me, I was leaving. So that's not always the case. And especially with a show like this, where they're so close and so many episodes, they're all in different scenes with all of them. It's amazing that they got so many people that could get along like a real family do. It's very cool. I love the stuff about how Ed O'Neill would help Sophia you know, because English is not her first language yes. and sometimes she would have trouble with a certain line or a certain word and how he was always there, like as her buddy and how he even helped um, the actor who played Manny too. Like he was yes. his mentor. Imagine being a kid. I, he didn't know when he was a kid, of, of course. course, but imagine being a kid on a sitcom that explodes and your built-in mentor is Ed O'Neill, the most the longest yeah he's been in more episodes of a sitcom than any actor in history i read that it's over 500 episodes between the between modern family and married with children that's so like that's your built-in mentor that's so cool and speaking of ed o'neill on that also i loved when ed o'neill was talking about how he got pitched the script and immediately before he even read it, he's like, no, I'm not doing it. He's like, I just did that for 11 years or how many years married with children goes. And he said no before even reading it. And then he read it. I'll tell you the funny thing. When I met with Chris and Steve, I told my manager, look, this is rude at best because I'm not doing a half hour and you know, I'm not doing a half hour and, and I want them to know. I'm not doing it. So why so, so am hold I? On, hold on. Before you even go in, you're like yeah. half hour comedy, not part Never of Never again, because I did married 11 years. But I got the script in the mail and it was so well written. And then I thought, and I read it again. So I called my manager and said, make the deal. And then when he calls 
I think it's Ty after the pilot and says, if this doesn't go for 10 years, I don't know what I'm doing in this business. It's so, so he cool. went straight from, I would never, ever do it to this will be on for 10 years in one episode. <laughs> That's so cool. And I love how, I can't remember what he says, but something about just in passing when he's talking about that, how he says, he basically says to his agent, tell them I'll do it. Yeah. It made me think of the way it probably works with Leo or Merrill or Tom Hanks, how like they already know they want them. Right. They already know they're paying them exactly whatever they want to be paid. <laughs> and it's yeah. just a matter of them selecting, like you said in, in our other episode. Yes. It's just a matter of them selecting and saying yes. And it's just so cool to see people who are actually good people yeah. and who've earned that be able to have that ability to just say, all right, tell them I'll do it. Yeah. I thought it was so interesting how they didn't want Ty. They were the I whole- I was just um, going to say that. The whole network was against it. I was so shocked when I heard that. That they actually had to film. Well, think about it though. On paper, Phil's character is really hard to articulate. If you just read Phil's jokes and Phil's comedy- that is not funny from just without seeing it like they ended up having to do and what Ty brings to it because Phil is one of the funnier characters on the show, in my opinion. And it's so much of what he brings to it that makes it so funny. Yeah. And I think him and Julie actually do, if there is an award for doing the most, it's, <laughs> it's Ty and Julie. Yeah. Julie's not my favorite, but mm -hmm. she's very, they're both so talented in their physical comedy too. Yes. And I mean, ties. the amount of, of like comedic hoop jumping that they do. <laughs> yeah. That's not to take anything away from the other actors, but they really. Because you're right. Their, it, their comedy is m objectively more difficult, especially yeah, Claire's Claire. It, Claire, you, there's, yeah, she's there's like falling a, down the stairs all the time. And there's a universe in which Claire, you don't even see as funny, but there it, but you're supposed to. There is supposed to be a comedic element to her character. And that fine line between really not that funny and, and funny is hard that she was able to achieve that for 11 years. When you're Ed O'Neill, obviously Jay is hysterical, but his jokes- You just have to like strut around and his be jokes a version are of yourself. objectively easier. I mean, he, his comedy, even, even um, Sofia Vergara, she's very good. I love her, but her comedy and her interplay with Jay is much simpler than Claire and Phil. What were you going to say? I think you were going to say something else. Oh, about their physical comedy. Oh, I yes. was thinking of the episode where the kids accidentally walk in on them having sex. Yes. <laughs> and Phil like flings himself off the bed. <laughs> it's, they're just, it's really good. Yeah. Well, Julie Bowen was saying she likes that. She says she enjoys yeah. falling down and, and. I'm always in awe when I watch her do that stuff because yeah. I couldn't even remotely, I would be fully injured. Yeah. She's always like flinging herself around. Uh, yeah. Who are your favorite oh, God. characters? Or who's your favorite couple, I guess? So hard. I think it's Jay and Gloria. I think they are average wise. Their story is never one. I'm like, all right, let's move it. Like if something is happening with them, their stuff is so 
I enjoy the most and I laugh the most with them. If it's just them on on the screen. I love um, that episode where Jay starts wearing like velour sweatsuits. Is that Do you remember that? And Gloria is like concerned that he's starting to dress like an old man. Oh, yes. Is that the one where she then lets herself go? Or is that I a think different it is. one? And, and remember she, yeah, I, I think it is the same episode. Uh-huh. And they have that dinner to go to Jay's yes. work dinner. Yeah. And she shows up in dirty sweatpants and her hair is not done and her makeup's not on. <laughs> and then when everything's finally resolved and suddenly in 30 seconds, yeah, she looks she says, and she says to him gorgeous again, like, what did you think? I was actually going to go to dinner like this. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. It reminds me, it's a similar story to when they go to Disney World or land, I guess, because they're in California. And um, she's walking around in high heels all day. And he puts the shoe and he puts the slippers on for her. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. That's a really good episode when they go to Disneyland. I have that written down as one of my favorite ones. It's amazing how many, because usually a show will, you know, The Office has the Office Christmas episodes. Every season, there's a Christmas episode, and that's the Office's thing. And so many shows have, Friends has Thanksgiving. Modern Family has like four things. It's amazing how many trope episodes they do so well. They have a Halloween one. They have a Valentine's Day one. They have a trip. They all go on a trip every year. So every single season has these formulaic episodes that are always so good. There's usually one where they're all in a place. There's the one where they're in, I think, Vegas, and they all, and the, when they're walking in and out yeah. of the rooms. Then they have one in a late in in a very late season when they're at Alex's apartment and they're all sneaking in and and so they have so many episodes that are quote similar but they're all so good and different. I think the Valentine's day uh, thread throughout Uh the whole series is one of the best. Yeah. I think the whole Clive and Juliana thing, it, it never gets old for me. I think it's funny every time. I think it was the first one when they're going up the escalator and Claire has nothing under her trench coat and it gets stuck in the escalator. Yes. It doesn't even, as I'm saying it, I realize that it doesn't even sound that funny. Like if I had never seen a show and I heard someone say that, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. But it's, it's what they all bring to it. Yeah. Cause then they run into everybody. Everybody's at the mall when she's wearing nothing on the, and they all want her to take her jacket off. And then Gloria ends up being the one that saves her. I love it. Yeah. You know who my favorite couple is. It's got to be Mitch and Cam. Yeah. Well, cause they're the ones that made it on your couples list. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Our TV couples episode, which if you haven't listened to, is one of our favorites. Yes. Let me see what. Um, I think it's episode five. Four. Episode four. Wow. Yeah. If you haven't listened to that one, it's worth going back and listening to. Wow. They all are, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I have to go Mitch and Cam. I know you're not a huge fan of Mitch. Yeah, and that's. And and listen, when all of the characters are so amazing, to say he's my least is is still not. I'm first of all excluding the kids because we'll get into that. The kids are sort of the worst. But so Mitch being my quote least favorite is barely even anything. They're all at such a high level <laughs> that him not being my I just find him not as funny as the rest of them. 
I think he's so funny. I think Mitch and Kim, not only do I love them the most, but mm-hmm. I think they're the funniest, both of them. I wouldn't be able to argue against you. There's no argument that, I mean, they, they probably are. The way that Kim just cannot help himself. He cannot. He just can't stop himself. He ha- he has to be Fizbo. He has to dress Lily up as... Um, divas yes he had like all this the stuff he does for valentine's day when he remember when he comes out um and he made i think he made her uh angel wings like from feather boas yes. or something. like he just can't stop himself and it's and, <laughs> and then what is it that they something about the chocolate where mitch ends up having to say like yes you can eat my chocolate oh my god i don't know i just um cam just Cam just can't help himself. He can't. And Mitch is such a good supporter, but also foil. Yeah. I, I I love them so much. He like indulges him enough, but not, he doesn't let him get crazy. And Cam, while he can't help himself, knows that too. He knows, yes. he knows Which where the part line, of what makes him funny. I think he knows where the line is. Like he knows he's like, all right, I can't because Mitchell will definitely not go for this. Like <laughs> he's not, he, he knows where he's got to stop and rein it in just the smallest bit. I think one of the absolute, well, there are two examples I'm thinking of, of the best, um, examples of like who they are and how Uh they interact one where Stella runs away and Cam and Gloria Cam and Gloria are looking all over the neighborhood for Stella and Cam gets hot and he takes his shirt off and realizes that he's wearing a white t-shirt and jeans and then ends up screaming Stella and then calls Mitch to tell him he's in the streetcar that is fucking hysterical and then he like then he get then once he realizes it then he gets very into it and then he is really in like a shrill voice screaming Stella because he knows that like he's on his stage of life um and the other one is when it's like a reversal of them where uh cam is at i want to say it's a wedding i don't know somewhere where he has to sing ave maria and mitch is home with lily and a bird gets in the house and then they do that slow motion thing where cam is singing ave maria and mitch in slow motion is like tearing the house up trying to get the bird for as many bad episodes as there are most specifically in seasons eight and nine Mm -hmm. there are some that are so expertly done and so good that it makes up it's an elevated elite show and and the thing is is it's a shame because there's got to be a million people who haven't watched it because they think it's just like every other sitcom and it really isn't the writing is much better than it normally is on a sitcom it they do not phone it in they have a lot of complex writing i mean it goes off the rails a little bit but <laughs> but the and even the callbacks yes yes over the years yes they consistency the continuity they really don't make any mistakes which is hard to do for 11 years there's never anything we were like wait is that true and they even sometimes will refer to stories that we've actually seen which so often shows don't do which is nice because cam and love will that. say something in season 10 about something that happened in season two and i'm like oh wait a minute i remember that and that's really cool when they do that kind of stuff 
I think you did notice a couple of mistakes they made though, right? Well, one I, was almost, I only noticed one. Yes. In the first season, like there's an episode where they're, they make a whole big deal about the first day of school, but in the episode prior, they were all at school. Like they had to go pick up Luke from school or something. They, it was, they must've switched the, I don't know what happened, but they must've switched episode order and didn't realize that that was like the only one I found though. I, you can't really call, maybe this isn't a mistake, but the only other thing that really got on my nerves in the final seasons was they were repeating stories that they did. And not in a way that felt like a callback, but in a way where they just took a similar story they had already done and just revamped it. Like, I can't think, can you think of a specific yes. example? Cause I know you're right. So I have two written down. So in, I think this was in the same season, which blew my mind. I don't know how, I guess it, if it was intentional, I don't get what the intention would be behind it. And if it was an accident, I don't know how they didn't notice. They have two episodes in late seasons where Jay and Gloria have misunderstandings about there's one where Gloria is angry that Joe doesn't have a, his eye patch on at the playground and Jay misunderstands her look that she's looking at him talking to some mom that, um, one, I think it was Claire. Somebody, somebody said to Jay, oh, this seems flirty. And then Jay got in his head that he was flirting with the mom. And Gloria is looking at Joe, but Jay thinks she's looking at him. And then he's like, oh, I didn't mean it. He like, it's like a whole misunderstanding. And she's like, no, I was looking at Joe. And then the exact same thing happens before or after again with Joe about spanking. He mm. thinks that he has a problem in the bedroom with Gloria and he overhears a conversation where she's talking oh, about yeah. spanking and she's talking about Joe. They were like 10 episodes apart. I was like, what are we doing? The uh, They do that misunderstanding thing a lot. A lot. Across a lot. the board. Yeah. So I wonder if that's why they didn't think anything of it, really. This was like something a, they do so I often. I mean, they were basically identical stories. Even mm. the fact that they were conversations Gloria was having about Joe. Oh, yeah. And that Jay thought was about him. It's, yeah. just, it's exactly the same story. That kind of rubbed me because it just seemed and mostly because my expectations are so high. It's because I know they're better than that. They don't need to resort to such cheap storytelling where it's like, I thought you meant this. You, It doesn't have to because <laughs> that happened in the beginning. I was complaining about it then, but then they kind of let it go because there's an episode early on where Claire thinks that Haley's talking about Oh yeah, her boyfriend or something. Claire is talking about Haley's boyfriend, but Haley thinks Claire is talking Talking about about her dad. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's fine. One or two. I mean, it's a sitcom. It's not Breaking Bad. So I mean, I know that it's going to have some of that kind of humor. And I thought, and and they do a good job of not leaning on it too hard. But in those final seasons, they did. And that mm. sucked. Oh, this is a small thing. Maybe it was intentional. I just didn't like it very much. You know how in the beginning, Manny is very in love with Haley. He like writes her mm-hmm. notes and, you know, they do the same thing with an ep- of I think it's a Valentine's Day episode with Joe being in love with Claire. It's just yeah. threading of of stuff they've already done and jokes they've already done that it felt recycled that they were they were taking their own good ideas because that's funny the stuff with Manny and Haley is funny in those first couple seasons but to redo it with Joe it's like we don't we don't need to do that just think yeah. of a different thing do you have anything else written down there I don't have anything else I'm just reading my what I have written down because I have one I have a note that says 
there's a there's an ep- a, a late Thanksgiving episode that's called Winner Winner Turkey Dinner, and it's it reminded me so much of the Friends episode because there's something. It's a very it's a good episode. I think it's the one where Jay gives a speech at the end and says he's proud of all of them, but they're all frauds in some way. Like Claire didn't run the entire race she was supposed to run, and and. Phil was supposed to do a trick, but didn't do the trick. And Mitch, they all supposedly accomplished something, but all of it was sort of, they didn't actually. And it all comes out one moment at the end. They're all like, I have a picture of it, Luke. There you go. That is me clearly running in front of Bridges closet. Oh yeah. Yeah. With the Reagan Bush poster in the window, huh? The photo is a fake. It's not my fault. Manny made it. Manny was photoshopping everything, so Joe was in real danger. I did not realize how easy it would be for you to connect those dots. Pretty disappointed in you, Luke. Well, you know, it's easy to see where he learned it from. His mother's a cheater. What? Oh, uh-huh. don't get so hot and bothered. Your makeup's already running. And what is, do you have any Chinese character on your bruise? Yeah, it's probably an imprint from the intruder's ring. He was, I'm sure he was in a gang of some sort. Just give it up, Mitchell. He knocked himself out with some nunchucks that I confiscated as acting vice principal. Oh, my God. Kung Su is back, Daddy. Did you hear that? Look, Cam. Cam didn't really win the football game. Uh Uh-huh. He stole the last play from the lady coach. Accidentally. They all have, they go around the table and they all admit what they did wrong. And it reminded me so much of that Friends episode. Hurricane Gloria didn't break the porch swing. Monica did. (laughs) museum for a year. Monica and Chandler are living together. Ross married Rachel in Vegas and got divorced again. I love Jacques Cousteau. I wasn't supposed to put beef in a trifle. I want to go. It was very reminiscent of that. And it was funny. It was a good episode. There are a few different times in the series where I noticed parallels with friends. Yeah. One of them is when Jay finds out that Claire moans when she gets massages yes. like, to an inappropriate level. And that happens when Phoebe's massaging Monica. And that's one of my, that's one of my favorite. I have that written down as one of my favorite episodes. Cause I re- rewatched that one. That's the one with um, the Cobb salad. I love that one. I think it's so it good. is so good. <laughs> the scene where Gloria is cutting Phil's hair and he's telling the story of what happened, why she would be mad, and, and Gloria like, stops him and she's you. like, "I'd kill you." It is <laughs> that scene is so good. It's so real too. Yeah, when they're finally at the restaurant and Phil says. Oh, here's something that jumps right off the page. Uh-huh. I tried this yesterday thanks to my good friend Skip Woosnam. Claire, do yourself a favor and join me in a wedge salad. You have got to be kidding me. Just try it. You will thank me. Did you learn nothing from last night? Whoa. It was about the salad? I have been recommending wedge salads to you, amongst other things for years, and you never listened to me, and then some idiot suggested, and you can't wait to try a wedge salad? It makes me feel like I don't matter. 
It is really annoying. I hate it. I have a friend that's like that. I actually, I told them about this. I said, you know, it's really annoying when you say that because I will tell you about something and then someone else will do it and then you'll do it. And it drives me insane. (laughs) Why isn't it me giving you the recommendation isn't enough? (laughs) You know, what I thought was so cool when I found out is that the whole running joke about gotta fix that stare yeah was 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 yeah was like, improv yeah. improv improvised and that it's a different step every time like that it's yeah. not that it's not the that there isn't actually a step that they think is is broken i also thought it was funny you know on the after show thing when they say um that when they were convincing the network to hire ty that one of the creators brought ty and Haley, I can't think of her real name right now, to his house yes. to film and yeah. like show their chemistry and all that. But what I didn't know is that the whole storyline of Luke accidentally shooting Manny with the BB gun so then yeah. Phil shoots Luke yes. was a real storyline with the creator. Yes. I, it was great. I mean, sitcoms always behind the scenes, the writers always talk about how so much of what goes into the to shows comes from their real life. I, it's so funny that even though I know that that's true, modern family, I never imagined would be a show where the writers were writing their real stuff in. And, and from that after show thing, it seems like they would do it all the time that they're best yeah. that they're be- like, even the, the um, Mitch and cam being on airplane pills. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy that that really happened to somebody. That seems like definitely written he, for TV. And then he found his mom trying to buy, to buy a, a bunch of hats. of hats. Yes. That's crazy that that happened to someone in real life. It makes the show feel never too out there and never too unrealistic. It's funny because even though I enjoyed that episode a lot, I actually thought it was a bit out there. Yeah. And it turns and- out that that's actually it makes me core true it makes me like it more because i realized that it's not something they just made up before we got in this recording i went on imdb to read some trivia Mm, okay there are like 500 pieces of trivia here really it is yeah i only got through not even a quarter of it before we got on our call wow one of the things I thought was really sweet and actually made me want to tear up a little bit is that from the very beginning, they all agreed that if any of them were ever, um, I can't remember what it's called, when they put them out for the chance to be nominated for an Emmy, that they would only submit themselves as supporting actor, that they would never, like no one would ever choose to be submitted for leading actor. Oh, that's really cute. Right? It is amazing how heavily awarded this show is. Because it's the most heavily awarded sitcom in history. I know. And that's when they played the clips of, of Jane Lynch saying that it's the mo- that the Emmys were just the Modern Family Awards or yeah. that that was a joke that became. That's really something. Another thing that made me kind of tear up, and they talked about this on that show too, how many people over the years have come up to Jesse and Eric and said that their relationship helped them come out to their parents or their family and also helped their parents 
yeah understand what being gay is and accept them too like that's a really big deal it's so cool so what did you think of the finale i liked it okay i don't think it was the best it could have been but i also don't know like if it were up to me to make it the best i don't know how i would have done that i don't know how i don't know how any finale could have been the proper finale. So taking that into account, I would say that I, I thought it was good. I didn't like it. Disagree. Yeah. I didn't like it. I, and I watched it twice because I wanted to be sure I didn't like it. It felt off to me. A lot of the things that were happening didn't feel finale worthy. Like the little, the story going on with Alex and the guy seemed weird. What was that again? uh, Alex was going to go to to was is working for i think his name is alvin and then oh, she thinks right, that right. he likes her and he goes yeah. to meet I, I mean that felt weird even the jay learning spanish for gloria while that reveal was cute and it gave them a nice moment that was a little strange it just felt a little off like they really didn't have an idea of it seemed like they didn't have an idea of how the show was going to end and that mm-hmm. they had to come up with this, which I listen, like you said, it's hard. I would have preferred, though, some kind of have you ever seen the finale of Everybody Loves Raymond? No, the finale of Everybody Loves Raymond, because it's a very similar show to Modern Family. Actually, it's all about their family and it takes a place largely in their homes. Yeah, I've and, seen a lot of episodes, but, but never the finale. the finale. The finale feels like and there are in general when it comes to television finales there are two types literally there are two types there's a a a big finale an event finale where it doesn't it feels it's almost like the show is taken out of the show and they do something big like Seinfeld to usually those don't come out very good Seinfeld's finale is a big I don't think I ever saw Seinfeld's either yeah we'll get into that in a different episode but (laughs) And then there's the, like, and then because there's, you're mad about it. Yeah. It's a horror. It's one of the worst finales I've ever seen, but then there's the finales that just feel like another episode of the show, which is how this one did, did feel like another episode of the show, but it also felt like they were in a way trying to make it like an ending. I wished it would have going back to everybody loves Raymond thing that ends and they're all just sitting around the di- the dining table eating dinner mm. and it just pans out and then it's over and you're just supposed to imagine that they went on the same way you just watched them for eight seasons okay i get what you're saying and i agree this one should have ended where you just imagine that it goes on just like you've watched them for 11 years yeah you don't want to think that the- i i get it it's nice to think that they all went on to bigger and better things and that they all have good endings and that they all have like stories that were fulfilling to the characters but it is sad to me to think that the ending that they wanted for the characters was that where they were all split up and don't spend as much time together anymore that's sad it seems like it should have been that we know that they went on just like they are now as close as they are now and seeing each other and being there for each other i would have preferred it be more just less finale like and more it's just another episode of Modern Family and they're going to continue living their lives as we've seen them for 10 years. Yeah, you you make a really good argument for that. And I have to agree. The kids going away, I think, would have been enough. Why did Kim, Mitch and Cam have to move to Missouri? Just seems like it wasn't really. Listen, 
I get the intention behind saying that Mitch would be a person that he feels like Cam's given up a lot to be with them for this long. And he spent this much time with his character. And I do believe that Mitch wants to be able to do that for Cam and that he will. But it just is hard to imagine that Mitch is ever going to be as happy as he was in Missouri that he is with, with in California with how their life is and not just because of his family, but because of just how their life is just didn't do it for me. I wish they had stayed. I, or, or I thought about this. I wish they had done this like whole goodbye thing. They go to Missouri and then there's like a tag or like a scene at the end where they're there. And even cam is like, let's go back. Like, what are we like? This is that would have been that, cool. Right. Like something like that, where it's like a funny button at the end where cams like, are you ready to go back to California? Cause that would have been um, so good. That's what I, I, I was hoping that it was going to do that. And then, or that they were going to get to the car and be like, you know what, let's just not go or something where it's like this whole goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. And then nobody ends up leaving. That would have been a good ending too. That would have been really good. Shit. This solidifies the the discussions we've had. <laughs> Usually our discussions are like that we should write TV, which like, by the way, like, I don't know who we think we are. We definitely but, couldn't. <laughs> but, but this, you just wrote the finale better than the finale. Well, I'll read a, I'll read a couple of trivia pieces that I think are cool. This says the prop newsletter that Ed O'Neill was reading in one episode was also used by him in Married with Children. <gasps> I love <laughs> that. The 2012 episode of Leap Day actually aired on Leap Day. Whoa, Nolan Gould's IQ is 150. Who's Nolan Gould? Luke. Oh. How cute was it? When Sarah Hyland said that when her boyfriend proposed, he also asked for oh, Ty and Julie's God. blessing. <laughs> Freaking Wells, man. He is especially. A- were you going to say he's a gem? Because yeah. he is. He's a gem. <laughs> um, especially because, as many people know, Sarah had a kidney transplant mm-hmm. a number of years ago. Yeah. And the whole cast and crew really became like a family that took care of her wow. and they all wore surgical masks for weeks on set. Wow. To, like, cause her, you know, obviously right, your immune system is. Yeah. yeah. I felt wow. that was really cool. During an episode in season 11, Mitch had the line, let's just enjoy each other while we still can. Oh. And Jesse began saying that line during a table read and burst into tears. Yeah. I think that was in the show. He said that in, in the, the after show? show. Yeah, he did. That episode is really good too that last Christmas one at, at the decor of, of the Christmas table in that is really, I loved it. It felt so Christmassy at Mitch and Cam's. It made that one of my all time favorite episodes. I wished it could have been like three hours long. (laughs) I know. And that one was really good in a lot of other ways too, that Cam tried to plan the seating and no one wanted to sit with each other (laughs) because of drama they had going on. And then at the end, he says, they're all sitting where I had them anyway. (laughs) (laughs) That is so, that is, that one line sums up everything about the entire show. Yeah. (laughs) I was, I was thinking during that scene, how lucky we are when we have family holiday dinners 
that there's never any sort of drama of like so-and-so doesn't want to sit oh next to God. that person yeah. or, that. or there's never even any strategizing about who's going to sit where we all just like go to whatever chair we end up at all right guys we we just got into a heated argument about where our family sits during holidays so <laughs> i don't know where this is gonna get cut but we're gonna wrap this up so we can get off the call and fight some more um i hope you enjoyed this episode maybe later this year we'll do one with our favorites and uh until next time <laughs>